0: Hi Terry. Hi Jules. How's it going?
1: Yeah, I'm um, good. Wind swept. What are you but, doing with your face?
0: Because I'm so flushed. I'm so flushed. I'm trying to keep it's like you this wine.
1: Oh, uh, this <laughs> like the shade of like a cherry tomato. I know. I
0: don't know what it is. What I'm, is happening? Well, one bottle down will do it. Oh. And also this wind is so. Okay, here, disclaimer, it is a gale force southeaster.
1: Over 200 kilometers an hour um, recorded on Lion's Head this morning at one o'clock. Did you see that? No. Over should, 200... is it considered a
0: hurricane?
1: Well, I don't, do you not need some clouds and rain for a hurricane?
0: We had clouds and rain.
1: No, but like a... Oh, I'm thinking of a... Tornado. What's, no, what's the... <laughs> tsunami no the thing where it's a hurricane where you always see that satellite imagery and there's like it looks like a little butthole on earth
0: (laughs) i think that's what we had it felt like a fucking hurricane
1: (laughs) it's incredible so we should say um because we're sitting in my weird old cottage uh if you hear some gusts in the background it's not roscoe doing violent farting which Actually, could be. it could also be that, yeah. but it really is the the wind. It's incredible.
0: Jesus, like I don't want furniture because my furniture like left my property. We've got other people's furniture in our property. Oh, is it an upgrade? No, unfortunately not. Oh, was so you gifted.
1: see, oh, I, w- I wish someone would um, like the wind would just take a lovely couch. You're
0: yeah, from Valence, and just yeah, plop it, it like into a your yard. like a Valence year. couch. <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe like one of those (laughs) corner patio sets. Which
0: I'm desperate for and they're very expensive.
1: Very expensive. So
0: why does it, no, I get the to like the worst in my plastic, which is already cucked. Do you think
1: this is the time to actually um, steal?
0: Oh yeah, because you could say, oh, it landed here.
1: It landed here. But now
0: all the WhatsApp groups are going like, is this yours? Is this yours? I found this. And you just say like, oh, that is mine. Yeah. And then you go, you don't know, maybe the person isn't on WhatsApp.
1: I Like a boat comes ashore, yeah. and I claim it. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes.
1: And then, oh, we go for fabulous cruises, <sighs> have some wine round Camp Spay.
0: Oh, when it's not windy.
1: Yeah, I'll keep my shoes on, because all the other people on those fucking cruises have six-packs.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, fun, below deck. Anyway, Ooh. what are we... Oh, below dick. Hey. <laughs> what are we drinking? Oh, I know what we're drinking because we I've had a
1: bottle of are, um We're drinking a really special wine um, this week. Uh, firstly, because we love it. Yes. But secondly, um, we went to the farm. So, we've had their wine before. It's Rue Post. Yes. Um, and we went there with a the car we're discussing today. Yes. Um, and it's called Sea Salter. It's a 2020 Sauvignon, Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. Super fresh. Um, just about the most beautiful shade of blue I think I've ever seen on a bottle on the label and the top.
0: Yeah, because someone might have thought you were talking about the color of the wine.
1: Yeah, but it's not blue. <laughs> no, I'm actually fucked, and I'm having a vodka slushie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, witness. We should change that podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slushy, like car slushy and we Roscoe. just trying
1: like weird flavors every time? Yes,
0: we'd have headaches the next day. Okay, like a
1: blue Shoot. cheese slushy.
0: Not that we don't. Oh, so what the hell now? But anyways... Flavor, the not room.
1: the actual blue cheese. Um, so um, customary for me to read the back of the label. Yes, but
0: before you do that... Oh God,
1: okay, Yeah, fine.
0: Because what I do love about this wine, and I think this is a huge thing about wine, is... Going to the wine farm and experiencing it from the wine maker, or like we had, which was the wine owner, the owner of the farm, his son, yeah, and grandson, who spoke to us. Um, Shout
1: out to Peter. Yeah,
0: Peter, we love you. <laughs> um, he was just so wonderful and so engaging and so passionate about the wine yeah. that it almost makes you enjoy it more. And I oh, loved yeah. the stories he told us. The story he told us about this wine. Um, which I had never heard about before. I'd never known of a sea salter mm. before, so now I'm so glad I've learned about it, and I'm glad we bought some. We bought it, just saying. We didn't, yeah. even, we didn't give it not get No freebies. No, Peter, come now. Even though we, they they, <laughs> they are the... Well, no, they, so
1: excited. Oh, Roscoe He's is... also excited about sea salter. Something's happening. Oh, my sister <gasps> oh, is paying us a visit. Hi,
0: we've got a guest. We have a guest. We
1: have a guest, our first guest ever. Oh, she's shy. She's you like, guys. no.
0: Roscoe's excited. Roscoe
1: here. is so excited. Um, Pauline is just going to um, have some sea salt her and chill on the me. couch.
0: How's it? How's it? How's it you will? How well are you? How ah,
1: good, eh? <laughs> good.
0: Everyone's going to think Terry's sister really sounds like that. But anyway. She annoying. does,
1: you guys. She's from Joburg. Like uh, Joburg proper.
0: Yeah, Joburg.
1: Um, anyway, so, um. yeah. Old Peter took us um, through like a, a lovely tasting, yeah. and we tried the sea salter, uh, and we both loved it. So we actually bought it.
0: We've each it's, bought a bottle. Actually. Yeah,
1: and it, it's on the pricier side for yeah. a Sauvignon Blanc. It's over a hundred bucks, but um, yeah, but it, definitely worth it. Roscoe is now oh, just losing that. his mind because my sister came to visit, um, and do you know what? It's got a picture of a seagull on the label.
0: Well, it's sea Salter, but he told us a lovely story about it. Is it on the back? Oh, because yeah, the I, dad went overseas for this.
1: So I'll read.
0: Okay, go ahead, go. Ahead.
1: The sea Salter embodies the darling minerality. So darling is the town, tar- yeah. not like a darling minerality. No, 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 no. Um, that is so prominent in the white wines produced off the Darling Hills, which I didn't know was a thing. Yeah. I, th- I thought that world was very flat.
0: Uh, yeah, and and it is quite close to the sea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. this minerality is the combination of the interplay of slope, soil climate and proximity to the icy Atlantic Ocean. Um, but
0: now didn't his dad go somewhere? Do you remember the story? I think we'd had some wine? Well, we, I wasn't he, listening. Oh, okay, Peter, I was clearly not well, but I you know we'll we'll put the story up because I know that he'd gone somewhere. he got he got like sort of inspired by someone or some place or some wine and then this was made. I'm guessing a seagull. I don't think it was a seagull, I think it was a place.
1: Okay, well...
0: Roscoe, what is happening? Be that
1: as it may, um, just a really, really lovely full-bodied Sauvignon Blanc, okay. high alcohol content. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, no, 13 and a half percent, which I think is the heaviest Sauvignon Blanc I've ever had. Well,
0: okay, so we've had a bottle already, so that is why I'm we flushed. We have not.
1: Um...
0: That, genuinely, that explains the flush.
1: Do you think it's menopause? Oh,
0: Oh my god, uh, Paulie's nodding her head whilst eating a banana. Well, <laughs> very healthy.
1: Um, okay, but what are we talking about this week?
0: Okay, so we are talking about, we have spoken about it before because you are on the international, but now we've just had the Defender together, the new Defender, and spent the weekend in it. So we thought we'd talk about it again because now I got to drive it, which is the most important thing, obviously.
1: Yes, yes. The, uh, I I am the guest. You are the host. <laughs> yeah, Will sure. You keep telling me after we uh, stop recording. Yeah.
0: yeah, I just like keep you know keep him humble, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I the, one of the other reasons I want to talk about it because I kind of was under the impression that I maybe wouldn't love it because. It was changing icon and historic thing. And now I have come away from it loving it more than I think I ever did before.
1: But yours is also interesting. And it ties in with my story with Defender. Your dad has one. Yeah, he's got 1998. 1998. Long wheelbase
0: Defender. So you
1: you have that idea of the Defender in mind, right?
0: Yes, which, to be fair, it's not that I love it. It's just that there's something about, like, my dad has such a passion for it. Yeah. That even though it breaks all the time and gives him so much shit, he just loves it so, so, so much. Um, and I think every Defender owner I've ever known feels the same. And yeah. so this new one coming in, kind of feeling like maybe a bit more of a, a premium SUV in a way, yeah. you think, oh, it's taking away from it. But I took it to my dad on Sunday and he drove it. Okay, shh, don't tell Land Rover. Um,
1: On a closed road. On a
0: very closed road whilst I was in the car with him, sure. Um, But he came back from that drive, like, and I could just see in his eyes, he was like, this would be his ultimate. Like, as much as he loves his defender and blah, blah, whatever, he appreciates what it's now become, which for a die-hard old-school Defender fan I didn't see coming and he is he's like that is the most beautiful car I've ever driven in my life and if you could afford one I think he would have bought one tomorrow
1: because the interesting thing is it's complete talk uh, talk talk and cheese yeah because um we were talking about it that's the biggest leap from one model to the next. I've ever experienced oh, in 13 wow. years of driving new cars. Yeah, you're right, actually. Um, maybe Jimny, in a way, from the previous one to this, but it's mm. still, the, like, the current one is still a bit rough around the edges, and that gives yeah. it its, its charm. The discu- the Defender isn't rough around the edges at all. So, it is It is a fabulous like, really comfortable family SUV now.
0: Yeah, so we actually have this conversation, and I'm going to talk about it because I think we can, and I might get in trouble, but buying the I'm
1: very worried.
0: Yeah, so in a certain awards thing that I'm involved in, we were discussing it today as to whether, you know, in a category, if you're going to talk about sort of premium SUVs, can you consider this? Um, And we kind of... I'm not going to say what we landed on because I don't want to give anything away, but the discussion was very interesting because you've got some people saying, you know, but it's not a premium SUV. Like, the Discovery is the premium SUV. But then you on the other side, you're going, but it is now premium. It's premium enough, especially within the price range. So yeah. if you're going on a price sort of scale, it is worth it. It is it is part, it should be part of something, of that segment.
1: I, I would 100% label this a premium SUV. I think if you look at the spec, if yeah. you um so we drove the d240s model which is the same one I drove in Namibia a few mm-hmm. months ago um, I still think that is the one to get yeah and even on it's uh, the bottom it's second from the bottom of four models yeah and you still get everything you would possibly need yeah. you get LED headlamps you get a 360 degree camera system yeah um, you, you get so much. Like a really yeah. lovely infotainment system, um, which is better than any other Jaguar Land Rover system I've used. Yeah. And they ro- they'll they roll it out eventually across the range. I would say this is a premium SUV. Well,
0: especially if you consider the pricing like range of premium SUVs. It yeah. goes straight up to, like, if you've got the D240 HSE, yeah. that, I know it goes into Discovery, whatever, but yeah. it's still, that's in premium SUV. Um, territory. Yeah. So then it is. It has to be comfortable.
1: And it feels that way. Oh yeah. Would you agree? Like yeah. the the ride is so good. The refinement yeah. is excellent. It's got a lot of space. The boot's slightly smaller than I I would have liked. And I you think. Go,
0: oh, I couldn't fit all my wine in it. Yeah. yeah. But
1: you mm. like your problem needs off. a lot of space. So. Yeah, it does.
0: It does. Yeah. But do you know what? This kind of reminds me of and It's this, I haven't said this before, and it's maybe something that's going to be a bit controversial, but. You know, like a G wagon. Yes. Okay, a G wagon isn't. It's it's a premium car. Okay. Cool. Oh, yeah, m-
1: massively premium. But it's
0: not when you're in it, like, and you compare it to everything else. It does. It still doesn't have that like SUV feel of whatever people talk about and like glamour yeah. and everything like that. It still has that heritage of a G-Wagon, that it keeps going. And this is kind of doing the same thing Like a me.
1: feeling of ruggedness.
0: Yes, but in, yeah. a, in a beautiful...
1: Very refined, refined way. Refined way. Yeah.
0: And so I think that this is what, Def- what Land Rover have done with Defender and will probably keep doing. Yeah. And so where G-Wagon managed to do that a couple of years ago, and mm. I've carried it going, I mean, I think this is an astounding discovery that I've just said. Oh, not um, discovery. <laughs>
1: Hey, um, Hey, hey, hey. okay, giving yourself too much credit. uh, Also, what are you talking about? that I've
0: had. Oh. Isn't that like, no one ever mentions the G-Wagon in this sense, like where you've taken what a G-Wagon was like a very rugged... Yeah, Uh, blah 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 the car, and then have pushed it into a very premium celebrity.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to say something controversial Mm -hmm. to align with your epiphany. um, Is that that the Defender is a better car than a G-Wagon, even though it's a lot cheaper than a G-Wagon? I I think I, I, but I said it before. I really am completely smitten with
0: yeah, you are with
1: the Defender. I think you're having a
0: bit of a (laughs) plug behind it. <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: Oh, I should never
0: say that. Oh my gosh! me an eye. <laughs> do
1: you want to because you you went a bit like quieter on mm. when you said the word pluck.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So
1: no, I just I just think it's so difficult to fault. Yeah. There are a few things that I don't um do am not completely bowled over by the the boot um is surprisingly smaller than you think, um. You sitting with a four-cylinder turbo diesel engine, which mm-hmm. might put some people off. I think it's it's got just enough power, but it's like right on that edge where you would want a bit more.
0: Yeah, what I do love is that it still has that Defender go anywhere thing. Like so, on the game farm that we were today, I wasn't exactly going up like mountains or anything, but I didn't have to. I just Sort of put my foot down and almost felt like I didn't even need to steer. This car just did it, yep. like it like ate up the terrain with yep. ease, you know. And that's what I love about a car like this. Is so so a lot of the conversation that I had today with people was, you know, you could never take this overland, like you couldn't take this into the middle of Botswana, and I disagree.
1: I also disagree.
0: I think you can, and, and because again they were like yes, but if you get stuck, you can't fix it. My thing is, every car from if you look at a Golf Mark One. And yeah. now you look at a golf now. You, you could tinker and fix your own golf back in the day, and now you can't. Yeah. The Defender, Land Rover had to do the same with Defender at some point.
1: But Jules, I also don't get this. Like whenever, whenever like these die hard overlanding types mm. talk about cars, they're always like, oh my god, you can't fix it. Why are you taking a car on no, but on such fucking rough roads yeah. that it's gonna break anyway? modern cars are so fantastically reliable yeah even 10 20 years ago cars broke down yeah they really don't anymore
0: you know it's not as often um, when you see someone on the side of the road yeah if you're driving if you're going on a road trip when we were younger ever, like in your lack like, a combi yes you broke it down a couple of times yeah. on the way to
1: play some of them just um, some them burnt out yeah. you always saw you a wreck next to the road you
0: see it now it's someone in an older car yeah. it's not often someone in like a new Audi Q8 yeah
1: oh. I, I think this whole thing oh. about oh the defenders advanced so much oh uh, it's going to break down is is a load of bullshit, actually yeah. um those people tend to be jealous and can't afford it anyway Which is, um yeah. because it is expensive yeah and if you're going to do overlanding um mm-hmm. buy the two three hundred thousand grand used land cruiser and put the old man emu suspension on and the racks and the canisters and all of that um Um, (laughs) and use that car for like serious overlanding. you're not going to use your 1.1 million rand brand new suv for that why would
0: you but then i disagree with you there because i think then why buy it because if you want a car that goes overlanding yeah that's a word um but you also want the comfort and whatever you should be able to and again i don't believe that land rover has built this Without overlanding in mind,
1: Jules. I mean, I, we spoke about it before. I on our Namibia trip, we took it on the roughest roads and the most extreme off-road um, like trails. Yeah. I have ever been in my career as a motoring journalist,
0: which is like a hundred years,
1: a hundred and two <laughs> years, um, and this car sailed across. Every obstacle, like I've never experienced with any other car. This is the best off road I've driven. Well, to, that. Uh, yeah. So, that kind of says
0: it to me. Like
1: Roscoe's thirsty. Oh, That's okay. that sound. Um, I. What's your rating?
0: I'm gonna give it a nine point five.
1: Oh, ooh. Hey. Mine's a nine. Okay. Uh, mine's a nine. I think um, a little bit more punch in the engine and a little bit more space in the boot would have been great. Yeah. Um. Otherwise. But that's the...
0: like a point five mark, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: uh, look, you you're paying a premium price. Um, yeah, and I, then, mean, I can't afford it. It really does <laughs> start begging the question now. I'm just pulling us completely back, but would you not consider a Discovery? Um, I I think they're different buyers. Like a Discovery Five and a Defender buyer mm. are different buyers. But if you're going, although use your a...
0: dad is a Discovery buyer and now keen on buying a Defender.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's it's got that thing that's lacking in so many modern cars. It actually feels really bloody special. Because
0: uh, it's got fucking character.
1: Yeah, Just and the... and it's an what indefinable are. thing. Yes. What is character in a car? That sounds so wanky, but yeah. actually. It is.
0: Back to the
1: wagon again. <laughs> you started it. <laughs> um, but it really does. It it's it feels special every single time you get into it mm. and drive it. And I don't think that appeal is going to wear off with this car. No. Mine's a solid nine, leaning to a nine point five. 9.5, but I'm going to give it a eight. Nine nine. Oh,
0: wrong words. But sure, sure, sure. What? I don't know. okay let's move on to advice yes okay so this came in um the other day from i can't remember where but i'm gonna read it anyways um it says i had initially decided to buy kia picanto since it is a less risky car upon reading up on safety features such as electronic stability control and traction control as well as six airbags in b-segment cars such as the fiesta but i'm starting to have doubts about the Picanto which only has two airbags, ABS, um, and EBD. This will be my first car, but I don't want to compromise on important safety features. Okay, Wimp. Calm down. Um, My question is, how important is the number of airbags in a car and ESC and stability control? Can one survive without them in a car? Um, It's a very good question.
1: It is a good question, and a lot of people are going to ask it. So... uh, there are so many factors at play. Firstly, your budget doesn't allow for the safest car on the market. Sure. The more expensive the car is, the safer it is. Mm. That is just a rule. That's
0: like the world, the uh, life. life. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Like that. Do you know what I mean? Like but it's rich um, are protected. Uh,
1: the Kia Picanto, and I went and looked at the figures, it's, um, it did decently in Euro NCAP crash tests. Um, ideally, so your main safety feature in any car should be anti lock braking. Um, ABS ABS. um, that's the most important safety feature because in an emergency situation where you have to brake really hard ABS is either gonna it's gonna save your life where a car without it the wheels will lock and you'll slide into the car in front. Um, Secondly airbags are great but they they are secondary Secondary and secondary. I've said that twice now. And the third time, actually. Um, Secondary safety feature. Um, ESC is a great one um, because what it does is it just regains control when the car starts skidding. um, So get the car that has more safety features. Um, But I wouldn't be too worried about driving something like a Kia Picanto. It's a modern car. But so, like, if they've
0: got two airbags, ABS. Yeah you're kind of on the right track, then you're going to be, okay, like, the cha- like, it's very hard to say, like, can one survive? It depends on the accident as well. It,
1: it entirely depends on yeah. the accident. You can be in a Merck S-Class with the absolute latest safety features. Yeah. And if you have a head-on collision at 200Ks an hour, chances are you'll die. Yeah. That's the reality Yeah, of it. so So
0: maybe this is actually, what I wanted to say to the person who sent this, and I said a lot of things that you've just said, like, but also one of the thing is, like, um, I think what people need to concern themselves over most than anything is their driving and their yeah. style of driving. Yeah. So if you're and very aware driving. and defensive driving, yeah. so be aware. And yes, you can't control everybody else. That's mm. fine. So if you do have a car and you've got two airbags and you've got ABS, you're going to feel at least a little bit more secure than if you don't have that. Yeah. Yes, if you have more, but we can't all afford that. I couldn't afford more than that. Yeah. Um. And so I'm going to just be very aware of how I'm driving. Yeah. Just not extreme driving. vigilance. Yeah, that's gonna. Be, that's your. That's the number one safety feature.
1: It really is. Your genuinely, it driving. absolutely is. Like, yeah. don't be distracted. Um, yeah. Don't look at your phone ever. Um,
0: look be, ahead.
1: Look ahead. Be constantly, genuinely, constantly aware of what's going on around you. Yeah. And not the car, only the car in front, but the car behind you, the cars to the side of oh, you. cars
0: four in front of you. Yeah.
1: Look at the intersection as you're approaching it. Are there Anticipate.
0: Everything. Are there people on the
1: side of the road? Driving can be exhausting in that way and really can be. It's we why need they to be... say
0: have a break every two hours and yeah. people don't. And when people don't have a break every two hours, it's actually because then you're not defensively driving. Yeah. Because if you were, you would actually need that Because it's an
1: information overload for your brain. Like if you're actually driving properly, your brain takes in and processes so much information to ensure that you and whoever else is in the car with you is safe.
0: Yes, we sound like righteous people because we do not take breaks every two hours and we should.
1: No, we always stop at a, a oh, peregrine for, for a pie. pie. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I don't think that's or actually. Or if there's because... an oatmeal om- on it the It just road.
0: happens to be that it's when there's a pie around we stop. So that's. But there fine. are.
1: It's easy to get a pie. Yeah,
0: every two hours. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, so now a tip of the week.
1: So okay, I've got a tip. Okay. surprisingly this week that I gave some some thought to okay. is, I think if you're a man of a certain age, right? Okay. Um, and me, late 30s, sure. is you need to reach a point where you start accepting that you're going to have like a little Amazon forest growing in your nose and ears. <laughs> because let me tell you, so <laughs> I... Like, I, you don't, know. I don't, I <laughs> don't. So I, earlier this week... So I almost never do this. I went for a Mm haircut, and on the website you book, and you've got an option where you've got a a nose and ear wax.
0: Oh my god! Like what? What? Don't they just have like? It is.
1: It is an earbud filled with hot wax that they shove up your nostrils and into your earlobes and like the whatever these whatever the pockets are, um, and they leave it there to harden. Ear holes ear holes yeah the ear, ear, hole. ear holes of course it is all right yeah you can no that's going too deep there okay um and then they leave it there for a few minutes to harden and, and then just rip it out well i cried
0: well so I... my
1: advice is love the person you are okay
0: i have other advice but on that you know you can come to me with this but have a fucking bikini wax where they wax everything, you know, a good old fucking Hollywood. Well, and then come to me with your nose and your ear. Holes. Accept. Breach. Breach. Yes, Breach. Breach. Pauline agreed. Little crab
1: claws. Yes. You don't want those outside the bikini. No. But, no. <laughs> but also accept it. Yeah. I mean, Madonna true. did it back in the 80s with her hairy. Yeah, but she was armpits. Madonna.
0: Okay, I don't have that but same But you're not married. Game. You don't
1: need to... Oh, yeah, no, I've left
0: everything just go. Okay, great. Everything. Yeah. liquor forest. Jokes. No, no. Okay. No, I it, so it's all gone.
1: Oh, okay, mm. no one needs to know that. Anyways,
0: my tip is, mine's actually a lot more serious. Oh. Mine is...
1: I feel weird now. No, you should. <laughs> okay.
0: Mine is, if you have a crazy week or couple of weeks, plan. Plan your weeks, or whatever, in terms of your stress levels, and then trust in that plan. Don't think, oh shit, it's Monday, how the fuck am I going to get through to Friday? Go, okay, it's Monday, how am I going to get to the end of Monday? Okay, now it's Tuesday, how am I going to get to the end of Tuesday? Don't try and do a whole week, or or three weeks.
1: Okay, so actually be, like be, work hard, but be kind to yourself.
0: To yourself, have that bath with a lacquer candle and a glass of wine. But not too much wine, because then it'll fuck up your next day. And then you get so so much more anxiety. So tomorrow's going to be a total fuck up for me.
1: Okay. Um, fine. Yeah. Uh, but we blame Kruita Post for that, so it's okay. Yeah, but
0: I'm fine with it because it's delicious. Um, okay, but yeah. So okay, so if you want to follow us, guys, like, please get to me, connect with me. Hey, hey. Oh. Yeah.
1: Um, at Juliet- say strong.
0: <laughs> yeah. At Juliet Maguire drives on Facebook at Juliet underscore McGuire on Instagram and at Juliet MC on Twitter.
1: I'm just Terence SCP on all of them. One R please, no A.
0: Oh god, every time he says that. Uh, okay, and also look out on the 1st of November, just saying.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. we're doing that no, without we, any warning. No, but we had
0: said something last time as well. Oh,
1: fuck. Yeah, we okay, to do yay. Mm. So we, we're going to keep um keep you on your building tape. the suspense.
0: Yeah, 1st of November, something fun's going to launch and then you need to all get on there and be like, hey, hey, this is amazing.
1: Yes because it will be amazing yes it will yes okay fine
0: okay bye pauline bye bye terry
1: bye